What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. Here we are today talking about some stuff. Uh, We're going to talk about ranked seasons today. More specifically, how can we fix it? Um, I think we can all mostly agree the mode is largely broken. Now, not everybody is a ranked seasons person. I get it. I think a lot of people who are ranked seasons people are bored slash frustrated slash 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 um just completely unenthused by the mode it's become very stale i can't remember the last time there was a significant change to rank seasons uh and i'm talking more about gameplay team structure uh restrictions things like that obviously last year they introduced the world series or rank seasons program you could qualify that as a change I don't think I necessarily love or hate the change. It does make cards accessible, so we'll call that a a lowercase w, a small win for MLB The Show. But I I do think Ranked Seasons, by and large, needs some help. So today, in this episode, we're going to take our time, not a lot of time, but we're going to take some time and talk about Ranked Seasons. Uh, Before I get into things, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you, love you so much. Please like and subscribe. My very, very, very... Very ambitious goal for 2023 is to hit a thousand YouTube subscribers. Right now we're right around 250. We are 25% there. I love all 250 of you. I am not upset that that's the only number we're at. The fact that any of you subscribe means the world to me. But fuck it, let's do it. Let's push for a thousand. So if you're listening to this episode or you listen every week or you've seen me a few times, just hit me a sub. I would thoroughly, thoroughly appreciate it. And as always, leave comments down below if you have anything to say or respond to what I say in this episode. Uh, if you're on Apple and Spotify, I eternally love you guys. Make sure you're following the show to not miss out every week. Okay, we are talking about ranked seasons. So first things first. First things first, right? This is what a typical God Squad would look like if you play this game religiously and it's January, Right? Not everybody's at this point, that's fine, but like what I'm getting at here is there's 99s across the board, you got a bunch of parallel fives, blah, 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 blah. This is my God Squad, we're not going to do a deep dive, but as you can see, it's stacked with cards in the top left corner, you guys can see, whatever direction it is, top left corner over there, the, the wheel of attributes is just fucking maxed out for just about everybody. Just about everybody, the pitching staff, just, it, it's all over the goddamn place. And that's fine. Right? But it gets to a point where even at the end of a year where there were so many 99s released, we can all agree that there were more 99s than you could fathom. Let's go, let's quickly, 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 because I'm not trying to do this forever. I don't know why I left the screen I just left. Let's see how many 99s there were in this game, just by looking at the pages of the inventory. So for hitters, okay... We will say, we'll include this entire page because there's some in my lineup. Let's say there were 15 pages of 99 overalls. That's 15 times, oh, math, 7, 14. Sheesh, hold on, pulling out the calculator. 15 times 14. 210 99s, roughly. Let's say 299s for hitters. For starting pitchers, there were another... Fucking A, 5 times 14, 50, 20, 70 starters, bullpen, not, bullpen doesn't count. So what I'm getting at here is there were so many 99s, even after having so many 99s, a lot of people's god squads looked 
pretty similar. I think we can all agree on that. And that's good and bad. Good because it means a lot of the cards were accessible to everybody. Bad because it gets a little boring, right? It gets a little monotonous, gets a little, it gets a little stale. Rank seasons as it's currently constructed, as most of us know, but for the uninitiated, we'll talk about it. Right now, there are several tiers to which you can, can reach. 900 in ranking is, of course, what everybody wants to get to. That is, that is being a, a World Series player. I'm sorry if I sound like I'm talking down to everybody. I'm really not. We're just getting very, very granular with our analysis here. 900, what's everybody, what is everybody wants to reach? What? I can't speak today. Is the point everybody wants to reach? I'm sorry, guys. I've had a really long day at work today. Um, generally speaking, around that 1,100 range, 1,200 range is when you start considering yourself a top 50 player per season. You get a special banner an icon, things like that. Your rewards aren't very fucking good because you get a 50 bundle that is meaningless at this point in the year, but that is a separate discussion for a separate time. Now, I think Rank Seasons is stale because this general format has not changed in ages. Ages. That's one reason it's stale. Ways to improve this. I don't know. That's kind of what we're talking about today. How to fix it. But at the same time, there are some things we just don't have answers to. I think the structure of rank seasons, the way in which rewards are earned, the style of play certainly needs to be changed. However, what I'm going to talk to you guys about today is more about giving people more options to play ranked. I think ranked seasons as a title needs to go away. There can certainly be seasons, but ranked seasons as a title implies that there is really just one thing, and that's what we have right now, one way to play ranked baseball. I think there should be multiple ranked options. And I know that, all, that you know, the, the beauty, if, if you want to call it that, of having one ranked seasons option is that it funnels your player base to one place right? You're always playing the same type of players, you're, or, or you're always playing the entire pool of individuals playing ranked seasons. Does that make sense? Let's, let's say there's, I'm just going to use small numbers just to make it easy, but let's say there's a thousand people who are playing ranked seasons. You're all being funneled to the same place. What I'm suggesting would be to create multiple different sects, S-E-C-T-S, you people with minds in their gutters, of ranked play that would allow people to play maybe to their strengths. Maybe some people would be better at certain formats than others. It would it would um, create a fresh style of ranked play. Maybe one year you want to try to hit top 50 in this type of ranked play, but maybe the next season you want to try to hit top 50 in this ranked style. So we're going to talk about some of my opinions on what those ranked styles will be. First and foremost, first and foremost, we keep what we have right now. I talk about making changes, but we do, I think, have to keep what we have right now. A lot of what I'm basing my opinions on right now for the uninitiated is, is entirely based and kind of molded around Pokemon. Pokemon ranked battling is not perfect. And for people who have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry, I'm getting there. 
I'm not trying to turn this into a nerd fest. I'm just using ranked battling as my line of thinking, my process of thought to get us to where we need to be in Italy's show. So, in Pokemon ranked battles, you have first and foremost two overarching themes. You have single battles and double battles. Single battles is exactly as it sounds. It's one Pokemon versus one Pokemon with teams of, I think it's six. I don't play single battles. I play double battles. Double battles is 2v2 with teams of four. 2v2 doubles battling is also the accepted and mostly followed um, world championship format. So Pokemon, the Pokemon company, holds and hosts world championships every year. SDS, take notes. We should be doing something similar. Uh, but those world championships are in the doubles format. So you could consider that, generally speaking, the more popular go-to format. But it's not for everybody, so they have singles as well. Now, within each of those, you have different tiers. You have unrestricted play. You have restricted play. You have, like, open play. All of these mean different things. And we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of what each means in Pokemon terms. But what I'm getting at is each style, each main style, has multiple different levels at which to play. They include ranked ladders. There are ranking systems. There are tiers, just like how you can be Pennant Race Championship Series World Series. You could be Pokeball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. Master Ball is obviously ultimately where you want to end. And things like that. So for people who understand Pokemon and, and dabble even a little bit in ranked battling, you'll understand what I'm saying. If you don't, I apologize. I'm trying my best to explain it, but just walk with me, talk with me here, okay? So let's say, first and foremost, Ranked Seasons has a God Squad mode. It could be called God Squad. I don't give a shit what it's called, but it could literally be called God Squad. That is the equivalent to, like, the unrestricted platform. Anything goes... All cards are available. You could have all 99s. You could have all 67s. You could, have, you could literally create a lineup however you'd like. That would probably, in my opinion, end up becoming the quote-unquote more casual ranked seasons mode. Because not a lot of thought has to go into lineup building. Not a lot of thought has to go into... Um, you know, which 99s you're using... At this point in the year, anyway. Which 99s you're using... Pick the guys with juice stats, throw them in your lineup, don't think twice, queue into a game, boom, go. I think the way we create tiers under these umbrellas that I'm about to speak about, the first umbrella being God Squad, should be three inning mode, six inning mode, nine inning mode. I would imagine the two more popular versions would be six inning and nine inning, because three inning ends up becoming too like a venti. And events can exist and should exist in their own way without rankings, just a grindable mode that gives you rewards, stubs, XP, etc. I think six inning and nine inning would be golden. Maybe even in this discussion, we get rid of three inning. Fuck three inning. It's just six inning. It's just nine inning. Just to, to make it simple. There would be two separate ranked ladders. There would be... You could play whichever you want at any given moment, and you could be ranked in the top 50 in both at the same time. It is only... Your limitations are what you limit yourself to. I think if we're going to keep the idea of World Series rewards, I think they're available... The same World Series rewards would exist for everybody. If you make 
the World Series qualifier. I didn't mean to change the screen there, but there you go. I did. If you make the World Series qualifier in six inning God Squad, you get 99 Randy Johnson. Let's just use him as an example because he's on my screen. If you make the World Series uh, uh, qualifier in nine inning God Squad, boom, you get Randy Johnson. You can get him twice if you really want to. Then I think after you make World Series, fuck the rating system. Turn the rating system off. Then it becomes just like Pokemon. Once you make Master Ball, your rating then becomes your number you are ranked in the world. Make World Series, then boom, you, your, your rating instantly becomes like number 3,000 in the world. You can move your way up, number 50, number 46, number, number 10, number 1. It's a constantly moving scale. There would still have to be some sort of point system as a justification as to why you're moving up or down X amount of places. I get that. These are things we can work out later. But I think that is the best way to add value to rank seasons and options to rank seasons, but also keep things interesting because every game you play, you know exactly where you rank once you reach a competitive level. Now, what comes with this entire discussion, in my opinion, I've said this forever, I, am, I wholeheartedly agree, there need to be universal pitch speeds. Whether that universal pitch speed is Hall of Fame or Legend will very much depend on who you talk to. The average player who is does not care about being super competitive, plays the game for fun, will not want it to be on Legend. And I get that. I truthfully don't really want it to be on Legend. I do think it has to be if we're going to call it Ranked Mode. But again, separate discussion. It depends on who you talk to. depends on who you ask. Maybe there is a way to go in between Hall of Fame and Legend and just, just find common ground. I think creating a universal pitch speed levels the playing field for everybody, and it also, whether you like to believe it or not, makes you a better player. No more will you be having to, to jump between difficulties and pitch speeds and PCI sizes. No longer will you have to worry about doing rookie moments against the computer and then hopping into ranked on Hall of Fame and getting your fucking dick blown off. It creates a standard. I think there should be a standard. Yes, you could argue playing against the CPU, pitch speeds will probably seem a little slower because there's no online connectivity. Yaddy, I get it. But like generally speaking, you understand my point here. Because there are online tournaments, more on that in a second, I think you have to put it on the higher pitch speed, the, the hardest difficulty, because that is what the game's top players are playing on, and that is what inherently the top tournaments will be played on. This is going to be a contentious discussion I get it. Why should we cater to the top 1% of players when the other 99% exist? Trust me, I totally understand both sides of the argument. But I think for MLB The Show to legitimize its ranked style of play, it needs to be all on legend. Now, a, a, a branching off point of this conversation really quickly before we finished our ranked topic. Maybe that means there is a more casual online Diamond Dynasty mode through which people can play. Ranking doesn't matter as much. Your record can matter. Your, your team building can matter. Maybe there's another mode that slows the pitch speed down. I don't know. It, it's open for debate and, and, and discussion. 
And I hope to have these discussions with you. Trust me, I am not trying to alienate anybody because fuck it, I don't play on Legend and I really don't want to play on Legend. I am with the, the majority here. But if we're talking about legitimizing a ranked system with true ranked gameplay, it needs to, to pit the best against the best and needs to have everybody at their best. Okay, tangent over. Now, we talked about the first mode, God Squad mode. Second mode, there will be two modes in my brilliant system. I don't have a snappy name for it yet. Let's call it just, let, let, let's call it limited. Let's call it limited. So, let's take a look at this team we're staring at right here. For people who don't play um, in online competitive tournaments, I'm not talking about MLB The Show ranked seasons. I'm talking about third-party BattleFi or anything like that competitive tournaments. BattleFi is who hosts the, the Fall Circuit, the Summer Circuit. Those big tournaments where like goons like Kreiner and Zazzy and, and those type of players win legit money, like $15,000 type of money. Those tournaments have restrictions. The restrictions really, really make team building a mental process. Some people have suggested salary caps for ranked seasons. I get where they're coming from here, but I think this is essentially salary capping teams. So for the uninitiated, I will very gladly explain what the restrictions, the limitations are. To note, I have never played in a Battlefy tournament, and I don't plan to, because I, I fully know that I'll get my fucking ass eaten. But here are the restrictions. Also, make note of this, um, people watching on YouTube. This team you're staring at, no thought was put into this. All I did was was put in players that fit the criteria. It's uh, the 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 lineup building with this mode, the the possibilities are endless. Endless. And I think that's what makes it such a cool attractive option for MLB to show ranked gameplay. Talk about, you know, commonalities between lineups, you won't see them nearly as much. Yeah, you might get like your staple core players, but otherwise there's going to be a lot of variables. A lot of variety. So, for the uh, position players, you're allowed to have three players who are rated between 95 and 99. Again, obviously, because the rating scale goes up to 99. This is probably a mode, a ranked seasons mode, that would not open until later in the year, or it would be scaled back to different overall um, markers while the we're in early game because we don't have cards that are ranked that highly. You know what I mean? So this we're talking right now as if we're in January, as if all cards are available and stuff like that. So you're allowed to have three position players, 95 to 99. I just filled my outfield. We have 99 Dante Bichette, 99 Lorenzo Cain, 99 Babe Ruth. These were the first player at each position, so I just clicked and that was it. No thought. Next, you're allowed to have four players in your... You can put them anywhere. That's important to note, by the way. The 95, the 99s don't just have to be in your outfield. I just put them there. You can mix and match these players everywhere you want. Uh, you're allowed to have four players rated 85 to 94. So what you would consider low to mid-tier diamonds. I have chosen here Matt Duffy, Jimmy Rollins, Wilmer Flores, David Ortiz. And then every other player, uh, position player has to be an 84 or lower. So gold tier or below. I have Joey Bart catching, and then the bench, I just put five gold. C.J. Abrams, Sal Frelick, Michael Young, Larry Walker, Gary Sheffield. Think about the possibilities here. You could, if you have a silver goon who you rake with in BR, go ahead, put him in your lineup. Uh, if, if I wanted to, to make sure I have a diamond pinch hitter on the bench, boom, on the bench. 
and it really makes you think about how you get value out of cards. I think that's the beauty of this mode. Figuring out where value lies, like for example, spoiler alert, coming to YouTube this week, I uh, on Thursday for Theme Team Thursday, I created a team of my favorite cards of the year. This is not a team of all 99s. This is a team of BR goons I like. This is a team of some golds, a couple silvers, a bronze. Just cards I love to use. Ryan O'Hearn, the silver BR card, the program card, the mission card, was my starting first baseman on that team. He went 3 for 3, 4 for 4 with two nukes. That card is only a 79 overall, but why is he extremely valuable? Because his contact versus right and his power versus right are very, very high. I talk all the time about... If you're going to release cards, release them with a purpose. Give them utility. Ryan O'Hearn fills a niche. He is a pinch hitter off the bench that bitch slaps uh, right-handed pitching. If he fits into your Battle 5 build, because you need to have f six players under 80 or 84 and under, you now have a guy with incredible value because he does not take away from your high-level cards and he can produce maybe even equal to one of them, or at least damn close. You know what I mean? So that's what the offense looks like. What the pitching looks like, looks like, I can't speak. In your starting rotation, you can have two players 95 to 99. You can have one player 94 or 85 to 94. And you can have two 84s or lower. Then in the bullpen, two 95 to 99s. Three 85 to 94s, and then three golds, 84 and below. Or below, so silvers, bronzes, whatever you want. Aaron Loop would be a pro probably a very popular pick. This forces you to know the, the, the card base. It forces you to be cognizant of live series players, because you will have live series players on these teams. Probably in the bullpen, most likely, but you'll have them in places. And then, with this limited format, it would be the same thing. You'd have six inning games, nine inning games. In my opinion, I think this would be the most popular ranked mode. Because, like I said, team variety, team building strategy, plus, and maybe most importantly, if MLB The Show continues its relationship with Battlefy, or if they surprise us with a weekend league type of thing in MLB The Show... This is most likely always going to be the format. So you are always preparing yourself and toying and tinkering and getting used to cards to prepare for these big thousands of dollar tournaments. I love the potential strategy behind this. I love using my God Squad. Trust me, I fall in love with cards and players real quickly. Once I fall in love with a guy and I'm really good with him, he stays, he stays put. Case in point, George Brett has not left the lineup since when did he come out? May? June? He's been my third baseman, my rock, since he was born into this game. Some people don't like that. They want to keep things fresh. I totally get it. But I'm the type of person who, if you offer me variety in a, in a, in a uh, unique way, I'll take it. And if you gave us this in MLB The Show 23 or future titles, I think this would be killer. I think this would be a hit. So just to recap, because we talked about a, 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 a pretty good amount in a short amount of time. In my beautiful world of rank seasons upgrades, we have two modes. God Squad, limited. It would have to have a catchier name before calling this God Squad, but 
you guys can help me with that with what you'd like it to be called. Underneath, those are the umbrellas. We have two modes each. Six inning, nine inning, six inning, nine inning. So in total, we have four... I keep putting up double hands. Four ranked seasons options is essentially what it comes down to. You could play God Squad 6 or God Squad 9. Limited 6, limited 9. Under all of these umbrellas, you reach a World Series ranking, and then your ranking goes away from being an uh, a, a arbitrary number, and it becomes your rank in the world. 50, 70, blah, 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 blah. Also, under each of those uh, ranked ideas, you earn the same rewards once you reach the World Series mark. Theoretically speaking, that probably means you can, re you can reach the World Series reward four times. I think it would be overwhelming to have each one of those four modes have their own World Series reward because I don't think it would be possible for people to do all four at once. Maybe you end up doing a God Squad World Series reward and a Limited World Series reward. This way there's two. I'd be down with that. But I don't think there should be four. By doing this, guys, we're creating options. Some people don't like ranked seasons because they don't want to commit to nine inning games. Games don't usually last nine innings anyway. And I think by shortening it to six innings, you will get fewer people rage quitting. My honest opinion. By creating a new ranking system, I also think you incentivize people to stay in games. Part of this is if you quit a game, if you rage quit a game, you lose more ranking than you would otherwise if you stayed in it and finished. There would have to be some sort of scale where, you know, your decrease in rating points if you rage quit would lessen how many innings you stay in the game. Does that make sense? Like, perfect example, if you rage quit after one inning, you lose 10 points. If you rage quit after two, you lose eight points. Six points, four points through. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a perfect number, but that's just kind of the idea I'm getting at. I am passionate about making ranked seasons work because I enjoy playing six to nine inning games. Three innings in BR is fun. Three innings in BR in events is fun. But baseball, to me, I'm a, I'm a traditionalist in that I don't think baseball's too long. I love baseball. I'll watch a four-hour game, a five-hour game, or a two-and-a-half-hour game. I'll watch it from start to finish. It doesn't bore me. I'm down to watch every pitch. All this being said, a true nine-inning game is just what I've always grown to love. So I'm down to play nine-inning games, and I want it to work, and I want it to be fresh. I think you eliminate a lot of burnout if you offer so many different modes, because if you don't feel like playing God Squad, it's like, oh, I'll hop in a limited. Guys, these are just my ideas, and truth be told, I fleshed them out this afternoon. So, I have not given them the most thought ever. If you guys have more ideas or ex can expand upon the ideas I just gave, drop them down below. If you guys have different ideas for ranks, like entirely off the walls different, drop them down below. I want to hear every opinion out there. I want to come together as a community and create... A, a welcoming, ranked environment so that we have more people playing and the game's not dead in November. Because the game was dead in November this year. The game's probably been dead well before then, but I'm just using November as, as what comes to top of mind. It's probably been dead fucking for ages. Um, but guys, this has been my How to Fix Ranked Seasons episode of the show, the podcast. I hope this made sense. I hope you guys, at least some of you agree, or at the very least, I hope I got you guys thinking. Not everyone's going to agree with everything I say because I'm largely an idiot. 
But I think we're all passionate enough about this game. Clearly, you're passionate if you're listening to a podcast about it. And clearly, I'm passionate if I'm hosting one. But I think we're all passionate enough about this game that if we put our heads together and and somehow get SDS to listen, good stuff will happen. So, guys, that is it. Be on the lookout for Theme Team Thursday on YouTube, coming out on, uh, on Thursday, hence the title. And uh, that is it. I hope you guys all enjoy the next few days. Talk to you next week.